power of a song. Would you bow your head with me and let's pray. Now, God, in your precious name, we ask you to talk to us tonight. We're so glad that you let us be here in this place. We thank you for what we felt this day, for how the Holy Spirit has ministered to us. We thank you, Lord, for all your benefits and blessings. In the name of Jesus, amen. Verse 40, chapter 40 and verse 1 of the Psalms. I'm going to read the first three verses, although it's difficult not to read more, but um, we probably, let's at least go to verse 4. That will be good for us. Starting at verse number 1, read with me. I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined unto me and heard my cry. Can I get a witness? How many know He always does that? Alright, verse 2. He brought me up also out of an horrible pit, out of the miry clay, set my feet on a rock, and established my goings. It sounds like a song, doesn't it? He brought me out of the miry clay. He set my feet on a rock to stay. He put a song in my soul today. A song of His praise. Hallelujah. Again. He brought me out of the miry clay And He set my feet on the rock to stay And I know He put a song in my soul today A song of His praise Hallelujah mm. My mother, if I can be forgiven for some personal references tonight my mother, I don't think she was a saint. She had lots of faults. But there were aspects. I see my sister Martha here tonight. M Mom was very deep. She was so deep sometimes, she, almost as a child, you thought she was wacko. She knew a lot about the Lord. She knew a lot about spiritual things. She understood spiritual things. I remember one time she visited... Um, our church in Muskegon and there was a preacher there and uh, I thought he preached pretty good and after church she said where did you get that preacher and uh, I said well I invited him to come up and preach she said well he's got a problem you need don't don't ever invite him back <laughs> something wrong with that man I said well what do you think's wrong with him she said well you'll find out sooner or later and sure enough within a short time mom was right Seem like I'm surrounded by women who are always right. My wife was always right. My mother was always right. I'd like to just find a woman who is not right about everything. I don't think it's ever going to happen. And uh, mom used to wash dishes and sing and work in the garden and sing and get up in the morning. Sometimes you could hear her kind of singing the songs. When that's scriptural, you know that, don't you? Now, the Bible says here in verse number 3, And he put a new song, where? In my mouth, even praise unto our God. Many shall see it in fear, and shall trust in the Lord. Verse 4, Blessed is the man that maketh the Lord his trust, and respecteth not the proud, nor such as turn aside to lies. So, 
I've always been around people that I think understood the power of a song, the power of singing, the power of music. And sometimes when nothing else can get through, a song can get through. And I can remember my mother, if I can be allowed this nostalgic moment, washing the dishes or moving about doing whatever, maybe singing this song. He brought me out of the mari clay and he set my feet on the rock to stay and he put a song in my soul today a song of his praise did I change keys on you? well now that's a good song because in Psalms chapter 40 verse number 2 how many suspect that the author read Psalms chapter 40 in verse number 2 Put that back up there. Psalms 42. How many think he probably read that? And he said, why this is, what is the psalm? How many know what the psalms are? The psalms are songs. It's poetry. It's music. God touches men's hearts. And sometimes he allows them to express deep emotion and deep feeling through music and through song. Thank God for songs. Is there anybody here that's ever been helped by just singing a song? Now, I want to tell you, I have been blessed many times when I hear people sing. I love to hear Brother Tim sing and the choir sing. And I, I tell you, their songs bless me. But sometimes you got to sing your own song. Is that right? Sometimes it's not enough just to be a spectator or to be in the audience, so to speak, listening to somebody else sing. Sometimes your own heart needs to sing. Your own soul needs to sing. you got to lift it up. you got to say it. you got to sing it. And I want to tell you, it doesn't matter to God whether you can carry a tune or not. There's some people can't carry a tune in a paper sack as someone said of course they're the people that always sing the loudest in church sometimes some of these hapless wonders get in the choir and we're glad to have them there because I love to be around people who like to sing people who have a song people that are not ashamed to say what's on their hearts through a song and so sometimes you just you're just going about your business and you sing he brought me out let's try it again he brought me out of the mari clay and he set my feet on the rock to stand I know he put a song in my soul today a song oh everybody oh he brought me out of the mari clay he set my feet on the rock are you glad about it and he placed me upon the strong rock by his side my wait 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 don't get in a hurry just don't get in a hurry think about this control that choir he placed me upon see you you don't want I had an uncle I had an uncle uh, 
Dossie's husband. What? Mary, what was his name? Uncle what? What? Charlie. Uncle Charlie. Uncle Charlie was a musician. He was a voice teacher. He was nuts about singing music correctly. He wanted you to sing it by the note. And he used to direct the songs in the church. And everybody... And it had to be just like the author wrote it. But I don't sing that way all the time. Because I know that the song's not all that original. See, the song... He brought me out of the Mary clay came from Psalms chapter 40 verse number 2. Somebody say the power of a song. So the man who wrote that song, I'm, I'm respectful of that song and the, the man who wrote it. Who wrote it? Reverend Zelly wrote this song. I'm glad for Reverend Zelly. That's a good song. And uh, he had a little help on the chorus, looks like. Yeah, he had help on the chorus. So... If he needed help on the chorus, he also needed help for the inspiration, which he got from Psalms chapter 40, verse number 2. So you know what that means? You can sing your song any way you want to. Because it's not all that original. So my father, my mother was a singer. She was a pretty good singer. My dad, I don't recall him as being able to sing particularly well. But I do have this memory of my mother washing dishes, singing about the house. And then my father... He was not one to sing much in public, but he would take the, the songbook, would he not? And he would go out into the wood or out into the yard, and he would just, even if he didn't know the song, he would make it up. His own melody. He just liked the words, like he was quoting poetry. So if you went out in the wood, which I did many times, and followed him about as he would pray, sometimes by invitation, sometimes I just snuck out to see what he was going to do out there by himself, walking around in the cow pastures. Uh, he would often carry a songbook and he would sing these songs. And he would get to some of these verses, like, uh, like the first verse of He Brought Me Out. My heart was distressed, neath Jehovah's dread frown, and lo, in the pit where my sins dragged me down, I cried to the Lord from the deep Marie clay, who tenderly brought me out to golden day. See, doesn't that feel good? Now let yourself sing that with me, alright? We're going to kind of slow it down. Uh, I like the second. That's my favorite. He placed me upon the strong rock by his side. You ready? If you have a songbook, which you probably don't, it's page 248. Oh, there it is, right there. He placed me upon the strong rock by his side. My steps were established and here I'll abide. Watch it, watch it, watch it. There's no danger of falling while here I remain. I'm going to stand by my... Changed it on us. Till the crown I. Uh, who changed that? <laughs> Somebody else's version. Everybody now let's sing. He brought me out of the mire 
clay. Everybody. And he set my feet on the rock to stay. And he put a song in my soul today. A song is praying. One more time. Yes. Oh, he brought me out of the mall. I just want to thank you, Lord. He set my feet on the rock to stand. And he put a song in my soul today. Aren't you glad that the Lord gave you that song to sing? Amen. Sometimes you just got to stop and say, Lord, I want to tell you that I'm so glad that you brought me out of the Mari clay. I'm so glad that you set my feet on a solid rock. I'm so glad that you filled me with the Holy Ghost. And I am determined. Can I get a witness? Is anybody else determined to make it? Amen. I like the hymn in page two. Oh, I want to see him. Sometimes when you get tired of looking at your husband and your wife or your brother, your sister, this would be a good song to get out. As I journey through the land, singing as I go, pointing souls to Calvary, to the crimson flow, many arrows pierce my soul from without within, but my Lord leads me on. Through Him I must win. Oh, I want to see Him. Let's try this little song. You know what? I believe if you'll just work with me a little while, the Holy Ghost will encourage you. I don't know what you may be going through. I don't know what kind of difficulties you might be facing next week. Some of you might be going to the court next week. Some of you might have some financial needs you're going to be facing next week. Somebody might have a problem that is just insurmountable and it may be pressing in on you. But there's power in a song. There's power... Yeah. In the dynamic of just letting your heart be touched by a song. Now some people get closed off. Just like some people close themselves off from worship. If I told you tonight, and I could emphasize it, I could pile the scripture up and prove to you with the scripture, if you believe the Bible, that if you will praise God, if you will worship God, that God will inhabit His uh, those praises and that God will lift your uh, burdens and that God will touch you and that His glory will surround you if you will praise Him. I could teach that, pardon this, I don't mean this in a bad way, but I could teach that to I'm blue in the face and some of you will shut yourself off from it you just won't do it you don't praise him in the dance you don't praise him with a loud voice you don't clap your hands you just don't praise him now I'm not getting on your case I'm just saying well I am sorta but you're just cheating yourself and if you would allow yourself to praise the Lord why there's no telling can I get a witness have you ever come to church discouraged and you began to praise Him and the discouragement left? Have you ever come to church worried and you began to praise Him and the worry lifted off of you? Have you ever come to church weary in body but you began to praise Him and God gave you a new life and new joy? Somebody say yes! So, that's a terrible thing to cut yourself off from. I feel sorry for you. You know, if I laid out a million dollars here, I don't know how many people's here tonight. It's a pretty big crowd. It'd take a lot of money. 
maybe uh, maybe a ton of money. But if we just laid out million dollar uh, packages of million dollar uh, offerings here, checks, and all of them had your uh, one of them had your name on it, you'd come up and find it. I suspect it would be pretty hard even if you were stubborn about it and you got in the car your wife would make you come back in and get it ain't nobody going to help me preach now even if you said if you got in the car and said I ain't going to go up there and get my million dollars your family would push you up here to pick up your check there's a blessing for you tonight and it's got your name on it there's an anointing for you there's a touch for you there's a word from the Lord for you if you just praise Him and, and, and there's people in the same sense there's people that sing and never let the song touch them you know I don't know how you could sing this song but there's, there's really some grouches that can sing this song oh I want to see Him Oh, come on. How can you sing that with a grouchy attitude? I don't know. Let the song touch you now. Because it's a wonderful thought. This is a wonderful song. Oh, I want to see him. You want to know why I'm in the church? I want to see him. You know why I keep pressing on? I want to see him. You know why I'm going to keep on keeping on? Because I want to see him. And I, I, I believe he's coming back again one of these days. I believe it's not going to be long. The trumpet's going to be sounding and we're going to be caught up. You ought to be encouraged. How many are glad you got the Holy Ghost? Oh, I want to see Him. And look upon His face. There to sing forever. I'll be saving on the streets of glory let me lift my voice hands all past home at last ever to thank God now oh I want to see him look upon his face there to sing forever says, when in valleys low, I look toward the mountain height, and behold my Savior there leading in the fight. And with a tender hand outstretched toward the valley low, guiding me, I can see. Have you ever been there? All right, sing that. Sing it with a little soul this time, Brother Tim. <laughs> Give him some volume now. All right, do it your way. <laughs> when in valleys low, I look toward the mountain high, and behold my Savior there. He's leading in the fight. Watch this, watch this. With a tender hand, I'll the valley low. The valley low. Leading me, 
see him look upon his face. I feel like shouting about it. Oh, yes, I'll be saving yeah. on the streets of glory. Let me lift my voice. Cares all past, home at last. I just want to thank him. I just want to thank him. See, the song can get in your soul. The song can get in your spirit. God can bless you through a song. There's power in a song. There's power when you let the song touch your soul. I want to tell you good Christians something. When you don't know what else to do, sing. When you don't know what to say, sing. When you don't know which way to turn, sing. Because there's power in the song. Go ahead and clap your hands to the Lord. And He put a new song in my mouth. I feel the Holy Ghost settling in on this place. Have you ever just had a song and you couldn't get rid of it? It was just there all day long. When in service for my Lord, dark may be the night. But I'll cling more close to Him. He will give me... But my, but my Lord goes ahead and leaves. Once more, oh, I want to see him look upon his face. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, let me. Somebody say yes. You may be seated. You wake up one morning and uh, you, you turn on the radio and somebody starts teaching some false doctrine, which is very often. And they're making up things about God. And they call him, they call Jesus the second person in the Trinity. And you look in your Bible and you can't find it. That might be a good day for you to start singing. He's the great I am. See, I like old doctrinal songs. Does anybody like doctrinal songs? I like that old song. There shall be light in the evening time. The way to glory you will surely find through. See, I can't sing without... I know I, I, I dance funny, but it's... My mom wouldn't let me go to the dance classes. It's kind of a shuffle. 
through the waterway. It is the light today, baptized in Jesus' name. Oh, young and old, repent of all your sins, and then the Holy Ghost will enter in through the waterway. It is the light today, baptized in Jesus' name. Oh, young and old, repent of all your sins, and then the Holy Ghost will enter in. Evening lights come. Tis a fact that God has Or, or maybe you could just sing, "He's the Great I Am." I love this song, don't you? Page number five in your hymn books. I like this one. This makes the devil mad, don't you know? He's the great I am, the everlasting Father. He's the Prince of Peace, the great eternal wonder, holy counselor. He's science, righteous governor. He's the great, he's the great I am. Oh, he's the great I am, the everlasting Father. He's the Prince of Peace. Great eternal wonder, holy counselor, desires righteous governor. Somebody say there's power in a song. Tomorrow morning when you get up and your arthritis and your rheumatism is about to kill you. And you don't think you can make it up. Just start singing. He's the great I am. The everlasting. Let the song give you power. The song will give you power. The song will encourage your heart. The song will give you faith. The song will lift you up. The song will help you through a day. He put a song in my heart. If God can put a song in your heart, then you ought to sing it. If God can give you a song, you ought to lift it up. You don't have to sing on note. You don't have to sing on key. Sing with your heart. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Donnie, sing the verses here. These are pretty powerful. You got, you know them? He's Jehovah God. Try that second one. I like that. He's Jehovah God. Verse 2. Page 5, verse 2. You don't know the verses? Make it up, Donnie. He is Elohim of all the holy prophets. He is El Shaddai of all the shears and sages. He's the mighty one. Of all the sacred pages, he's the great, he's the great I am. Everybody, he's the great I am. The everlasting father, he's the prince of peace. Who verse one? Says Governor, he's a great, he's a great. I am. Now, Donnie's going to sing verse two. He's starting to get it now. He's starting to feel it. There's power in a song. Donnie, if, I hope they don't. But if they fire you tomorrow, just walk out saying he's the great. I am. Because there's power in a song. When you're up against something, sometimes you don't have anything left but a song. 
I've had people try to encourage me or try to help me and it just didn't work. But I can, I can put in that CD or I can just start singing one of these old hymns and the anointing comes, the power comes. You see, because the song touches your soul. Sometimes in a way that nothing else can touch your soul. Verse 2. He's Jehovah God, the coming King of glory. He's the truth Son, the Lord of grace and favor. He is Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's it. Redeemer, Prince, Woo! and Savior. He's the great. He's the great. I am. Come on. Come on, Pentecostals. He's the great. I am. Good job. He's the Prince of Peace, the great eternal wonder, holy counselor. He's the great, he's the great I am. If you know it, put your hands together and thank the Lord for it. Hallelujah. You may be seated. I would wish for all of you that you could have a memory of your father walking through the woods singing page 19. When with the Savior we enter the glory land, won't it be wonderful there? Ended the troubles and cares of the story land, won't it be wonderful there? Won't it be wonderful there? Oh, having no burdens to bear. Joyous. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. Joyously singing. You mean we're going to sing joyously in heaven? You know, I got a feeling that people that can't learn to sing joyously here. I mean, why would you want to go over there? There's going to be people singing joyously. Does it bug you? People say, I don't see why we have to have church so loud. God is not hard of hearing. He's not nervous either. He, 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 as a matter of fact, he said make, for us to make loud noises. And a, what kind of noise? A joyful noise. Amen. I, I think we should go to church, not to a funeral. We're here to celebrate. As a matter of fact, when you go to a funeral, if the person's saved, you ought to sing joyously there. So here it is. So, you know, there may be another place for some of you folks. If you'll check in the Word, I believe there is another place if you don't want to go to heaven. Of course, there's only two places. Bishop Golder used to say there's only two places, heaven or hell, and you're not smart enough to miss them both. You're going to go to one or the other. So won't it be wonderful there, having no burdens to bear? Oh, I wish somebody would help me. Joyously singing with heart bells. Say, boy, isn't that kind of corny, heart bells all ringing? I want to tell you, if you get to heaven, you won't feel bad about being a little corny. I don't know if it's going to be just like this, but God might just say, why don't you just look over the balcony, check out the other place, and then come back and join the choir. 
I guarantee you, you'll be joyously singing with heart bells all ringing. Won't it be wonderful there, everybody? Oh, won't it be wonderful there? Hallelujah, having no birth to bear. Oh, joyously singing bells all ringing. Won't it be wonderful there? You know the song? You know the song? All right. Now, you don't think of Brother Barkus as a singer. And there's good reason for that. <laughs> but in the Holy Ghost, it doesn't matter. All right. So he's right. going to sing, Walking and Talking with Christ the Supernal One. Won't it be wonderful there? You ready? No. Go. Walking and talking. I don't even know where we are. Sorry. Oh, verse 2. Verse, verse 2. two. Verse 2, right here. I'll put my finger on it there, so to help you. Go. Walking and talking with Christ the supernal one. Won't it be wonderful there? Sing adoring the matchless eternal one. Won't it be wonderful Hey! Everybody, won't it be wonderful there? In the Holy Ghost, God. Hallelujah. Yes, won't it be wonderful there? Think about it. Oh, won't it be wonderful? God, touch me with the song. Touch me with praise. Touch me with a joyous heart. Touch me with a joyous mind. Oh, heart bells all ringing. Well, won't it be wonderful there? One more time. Yes, won't it be wonderful there? Oh, having no burdens to bear. Oh, with heart bells. Won't it be wonderful there? Hallelujah. Somebody say there's power in a song. You ought to let God put joy in your heart. Let Him put excitement in your soul. Amen. Most songs are written to express faith in God, to express the power of God, to express the love of God. You may be seated. There's very few songs written... I am so depressed, I can't hardly make it. Somebody have mercy on me. Gonna go out and eat old worms now. Someone, we just don't sing those kind of songs. But we do like page number 33. I found His grace is all complete. He supplieth every need. It's joy. Now, how many know the Apostle Paul said it was joy unspeakable? See, somebody was reading the Bible and said, Well, that sounds good. Let's just make it into a song. So let's sing it. Page number 33. It's joy unspeakable. And what else? Full of glory. Get us started. Come on, choir. Stand up on this one. Amen. All right. I'll lead the choir because some folks up there need some direction. Lead the choir. You ready? Here we go. It is joy and speak of and full of glory, full of glory, full of glory. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. Oh, the hat has never yet been torn. 
It is joy unspeakable and full of Thank God it's full of glory Full of glory It is joy unspeakable and full of glory Then you can help us You know this song? He wants to sing a song How many's never heard Brother Brown sing a solo? He's up. He's up here going, please, please, I don't sing, I don't sing. He's fixing to. I've found his grace is all complete. You want Brother Petty go come down and help you? You can do this. All right. I have found his grace is all complete. Now, while I sing and learn that Jesus speaks, I am free, yes, free indeed. Everybody, oh, it is joy unspeakable. Are you ready? Yes, it is joy unspeakable and full of glory. Hold the hat. How many know the joy of the Holy Ghost is beyond description? No one has ever written a song that can fully embrace it. Nobody has ever preached a sermon that captures it. No one has ever written a piece of poetry that can describe the joy of the Holy Ghost. Am I saying it right? Verse 4, the author put it this way, I have found the joy no tongue can tell how its waves of glory roll. It is like a great overflowing well springing up within my soul. Oh, it is joy unspeakable and full of glory. I'm feeling better. It's amazing what a song can do for you. Isn't that right? Now sometimes, you may be seated, sometimes Satan will try to to get you all bamboozled and can, discouraged. Is bamboozled a word? And, and, and sometimes relatives will attack you, people will attack you. And you have to sing, some days you've got to sing, I shall not be, I shall not be moved. I shall not be, I shall not be moved. Just like a tree that's planted by the wall. Now, how many know that the Bible says you must resist the devil and he will flee from you? There is not one human being in this place that will live your life in a straight line. Your life will have temptation, it will have sorrow, it will have setback, it will have trouble, it will have great success, it will have awesome, terrible failure. And there are many points in your life when you have to say, 
I have drawn this line in the ground, in the sand, the proverbial line in the sand, and I shall not be moved. I will live or die right here on this position. I've decided to make Jesus my choice. The road is rough. One song says the road is rough. The going gets tough. But I've decided to make Jesus my choice. I shall not be moved. Amen. I believe Brother Webster could step out and sing this, don't you? Now, this is unrehearsed in case you're wondering. Well, no, I'm sure you're not wondering about that. This is... But Brother Webster is a, is a good singer. He's much better than Brother Massingale. I don't even know if we can find a song you can sing. I'm kidding. Lighten up. He's a great guy. Come out here and sing this. I shall not be moved. Just like a tree that's planted by the waters. Lead us in this. I shall not be, I shall not be moved. Oh, I shall not be, just like a that plants by the water. Oh, I shall not be, let's sing it again. Oh, yes, I shall not be, I shall not be moved. I shall not be. I shall not be just like the tree that planted by the Now listen. Listen, listen to the second verse. Gold just rages. I shall not be I'm on the rock of ages. I shall not be just like a tree that's planted by the water. I shall not be Sing it, church Oh, yes, I shall not be I shall not be Oh, I shall not be I shall not be Just like a tree That's planted by the wall Oh, I shall not be Now, thank you You may say, why? Brother Mooney, would you take Sunday night to do this sort of thing because I want to show you that you have a weapon at your disposal that is powerful it's the weapon of the song the, the weapon of the joyous heart now you say what do you mean weapon well did you read this whole verse carefully the Bible said in verse 3 Psalms chapter 40 verse 3 and he hath put a new song in mine heart and praise unto our God many shall see it and what <laughs> that sounds like a weapon to me you just go into work tomorrow saying, I shall not be... I Now, you say, oh, I wouldn't do that. Well, maybe not think it would be okay, but your the joyous heart makes melody to God continuously. When you speak, you have melody in your voice. You have a song in your voice. You ever called somebody, hello? If you run a business, you don't want somebody saying... Hey, Jack, what do you want? How come you called? You ever called a business like that? Am I the only one here that's uh, living in the real world? No, no. See, the joyous heart. The joyous heart. The heart that's filled with the Holy Spirit. It's reflected. The Bible speaks about a graciousness, a kindness that's part of your spirit. So you do have this weapon that's an abiding song that's with you every day. 
so that when you say, Hallelujah, good to see you, glad to meet you, not in some kind of silly way, but in a powerful, mature way, the joyous heart speaks to the world. And people will say to you, if you're really acting or living, shall we say, in the power of the Holy Spirit, people will say to you, you're different. If you go into a restaurant, waitresses will come up to you and say, you guys are different. I don't know what's different about you, but you're different. Well, we're not trying to be different. It's just the joyous heart. And people can see it. It's like a weapon. And they don't really know. Isn't it wonderful to be able to be happy without booze? To be high without marijuana? Somebody say yes! I shall not be, I shall not be moved. By and by, when the morning comes, when all the saints of God are gathered, yes, we will tell the story how we overcome and we'll understand it better by and by. Thank God now, by and by, when the morning comes, yes, when all the saints of God are gathered home, we will tell the story how we overcome and we'll understand it better by and by. I want you, I want you to just sing the song and embrace it. It has power in it. It's true for one thing. It's, it's very important when people write songs that they have truth, that it be doctrinally correct, that it be truthful. Because personally, I cannot worship with a song that is not correct. It has to be correct. I can't worship in the context of a lie, even if you set the lie to music. What makes Christian songs so powerful is that they are anchored in truth. And if you if they weren't anchored in truth, then they wouldn't have the power, they wouldn't have the anointing, and they wouldn't bring to us the joy. But you see, this is anchored in truth. By and by, when the morning comes, when all the saints of God are gathered home, we will tell the story of how we overcome. So I want you, I don't know what you may be going through, but I want you right now, at this point of the service, I want you just to raise your hand, and, and we're going to turn the kids over to God. We're going to turn the, the trouble, the sickness, the problems, the, the crises, the sorrow. And we're just going to sing, by and by when the morning comes. Can you do that? Would you let your soul do that? There's power. Everybody say there's power in a song. God gives us songs to sing. And it's a weapon. It's a weapon against darkness. It's a weapon against fear. It's a weapon against unbelief. It even is a weapon as far as the world is concerned. Because the world sees us worshiping God. Sometimes in the middle of trouble. And they say, man, this is a fearful thing. This is an awesome thing. That word fear there actually means awesome. And the world shall fear. It means they shall stand in awesome. <gasps> At your ability to have joy in the middle of trouble. So are you ready? Let's sing it now. Here we go. By and by. Oh, when the morning comes, when all the saints, yes, we will tell how we overcome and we'll understand it better. Thank you. 
Come on, church. Oh, God. When the morning comes, all the saints that are gathered home, we will tell story how we overcome and will understand Trials dark on every hand, and we try to understand all the ways that God will lead us to that blessed But we're trusting in the Lord, and according to His Word, we will understand it better by and by. Oh, by when the morning God our government we will tell how we somebody say yes you may be seated now people that were born and raised in Indiana uh, who are probably over 60 or near 60 or over 50 for sure well, remember a great Christian songwriter who was an apostolic man, probably ahead of his time in many ways, who lived in Elwood, Indiana, nearby. A man by the name of L.R. Uton. He was a great preacher. And he all, almost always, like Tim does, I told Tim one time, I said, I hope the, the talent and spirit of L.R. Uton will fall on you because he would preach and sing at the same time, basically. I, I'm looking at uh, the oak, oak leaves. To, do you remember L.R. Uton? And of course he wrote many great songs, but perhaps the most well-known, To be like Jesus, to be like Jesus, on earth I long to be like Him. All through Christ's journey, from earth to glory. I only ask to be like Him. Maybe we should move that up a key just a little bit. Now this is a wonderful song. I like to think of this song. The power of this song is that it's a song of the heart. It's a song that just... The Apostle Paul got down to this. He said, Oh, that I might know Him. Because ultimately in the Christian experience, as you mature, as you grow in God, the ultimate Christian passion is to be like Jesus. If I can just be like Jesus. Have you ever just felt, God, if I could just fill me with your spirit. Let's try singing this as a prayer. To be like Jesus. To be like Jesus. On earth I long
to to be like Jesus. Oh, yes, 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 to be like Jesus. Just to be like Jesus. Oh, on earth I long to be To glory, I only ask just to be like Him. Oh God! Oh God! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. One of the great preachers of this city had spent several days in prayer, according to the legend. And on a Sunday night, maybe about like a Sunday night like this, maybe when he wasn't exactly sure what to say, he came out and sang the song on a Sunday night that the Lord had given him just a few hours before. Bishop G.T. Haywood. It was a song that was published and sung around the world. And uh, we're going to do it. I just think we need to do it right now. It's a great song. I see, I see a crimson tree. Here was the problem. Now let me show you something. Let me show you something. Here was the problem. Just sing, let's just sing quietly there. The pastor, according to the way I heard the story, had been challenged because there was some conflict about forgiveness and grace. And he wrote this song. The Holy Ghost gave him this song, I believe, to remind people that it doesn't matter who you are. It's the crimson stream of blood that cleanses us from all sin. That everybody's in the church because of the blood of Jesus Christ. And the verses, when you read them and sing them, really emphasize this point. You can be the worst sinner but the blood of Jesus Christ. Now, let me just show you something about how powerful the blood of Jesus Christ is. Tomorrow, Timothy McVeigh will be executed. It's called justice. He deserves justice. He killed 168 people by the horrible bombing of a federal building in Oklahoma. There is... A president is not going to give him a pardon. Do you think? The lawyers have exhausted all of his legal options. In spite of the FBI's errors, they can find no evidence that he was not given a fair trial. So, he was given a fair trial. He, by his own confession, is the bomber. He may have had help, who knows. But there's nothing that can withhold or nothing that can prevent in the secular world the justice that's due to Timothy McVeigh. Now, he's an agnostic by his own confession. He says he doesn't know if there's a God or not. Which is sad, because if, in spite of the fact that Timothy McVeigh will be executed tomorrow, if he repented, there still remains for him one last chance for mercy to overcome justice. 
you say, well, I don't believe God would forgive a mass killer. Well, I wouldn't be so sure about that. Now, I don't know either if, if, if it would be in Timothy McVeigh's heart. I'm not trying to suggest that. I just know that though your sins be red like crimson, God can forgive you. The Apostle Paul murdered Christians and became the greatest preacher in the history of the world. Am I right about that? He was a murderer. He executed people. He, he was responsible for having people slaughtered. And yet God forgave him. So, think about the grace of God. This is what the bishop was singing about. I can't get to Timothy McVeigh. If it's God's will, maybe somebody will. I don't know. But if I could get to him tonight, you know what I would say to him? I see a crimson stream of blood. Even for you, Timothy. It flows from Calvary. It's which reach the throne of God. There's power in a song, isn't there? Our Stand with me now. How many can say, Pastor, I think I know what you were trying to teach us tonight. How many can say that? There's power in a song. And listen, I know as sure as I'm standing here that there are people, members of this congregation, who are not using the power of the song to get you through your life. I want this, every one of you, I'm challenging every one of you to become singers. To go through your life singing the songs, singing the songs. You may not sing these old hymns, sing the new songs, but sing. Because there's power in a song. Have we not felt the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit here tonight? And what have we done but just sing? We've just lifted our hearts up and yet we felt the anointing oil of the Holy Spirit. He's been here tonight. I feel encouraged. I feel better now than I did before the service. I feel like the Lord has ministered to me. I feel like His presence. Let's close this little sermon on the power of song with one of the greatest and most powerful altar call songs ever written. It's uh, been used in meetings and crusades and conferences and camp meetings by almost every Protestant faith in the world. And it's a great classic Pentecostal song actually. And it goes like this. There's room at the cross for you. Isn't that a beautiful song? There's room at the cross for you. One last demonstration. The Bible says that we should praise him, on, praise him on the trumpets and the organs and the drums and all those instruments, and they're vital. But the human voice must never be excluded from music and singing. And instruments were never intended to oppress or suppress the human voice because the power of the human voice is incredible. 
So now without music, maybe just a little note to get us going, we'll try Room at the Cross with just our voices. And I believe no other church in America can sing quite like Calvary Tabernacle. There's something very special about the music that all of you folks make together. Let's try it. There's room at the cross for you. Lift it up, lift it up. There's room at the cross for you. again maybe you're here tonight and you need a song in your heart now listen closely you must repent of your sins be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin and the Bible has promised that you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost that's according to the Bible in Acts chapter 2 and verse number 38 it was the first sermon preached by the church that Jesus Christ himself was the founder of. And it's still the message for us today. Repent and be baptized. You shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. I'm going to open up this altar for sinners, for the members of this congregation, for visitors, friends. Prayer rooms to my right, to my left, this altar. Why don't we just bring our needs to God? Maybe you just need a song for next week. Whatever you're facing, I invite you to come. There's room at the cross for... Would you like to be strengthened in the Lord? Would you like to just get renewed in the Holy Ghost? Have you got something you need to pray about? Talk to God about? There's still room At the cross. Oh, that's beautiful. Come on, Calvary. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. Oh, yes, there's room at the cross for you. That's right. That's right. That's right. Oh, room at the cross for you. This is beautiful. Come on, ministers, altar workers. Be in a hurry. Ask God to give you a song. God, strengthen me, strengthen me, strengthen me. Oh, maybe you'd like to just come and stand up here for a while. Nobody's going to pressure you in any way, but just stand up here close and have a little worship with us. I need some worshipers to come in behind these young people. I need some of you elders and some of you people that's been in the church a while. Come up and just stand with us here. At the cross for you. Oh, millions have come. There's still at the cross. Here we go. We're gonna sing it under the Lord one more time. Hallelujah. Oh, 
the cross for The Lord, I love the Lord, I love the Lord. Oh, 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 oh,